<laughs> Hello, emerging writers. Welcome. We're so glad that you could join us today as we cuddle up on our blanket fort, sip tea, and discover our inner storytellers. In honor of NaNoWriMo coming this November, we'll be taking a bit of time off to give everyone a chance to recoup and focus a bit more on their own projects. But don't worry, we'll be coming back with a brand new format in December to carry us through all of 2020. In the meantime, we thought we'd take the opportunity to leave you guys off with some personal tips on how to get through the NaNoWriMo havoc. As per the usual, Kayla, did you want to get us started? Absolutely. So NaNoWriMo stands for National National Novel Writing Month, and that's where writers all over the world try to write 50,000 words in one month, so 30 days. <laughs> and so the first tip to really look at is to set a daily word count goal and to try your best to write every day, but be realistic. And if your goal isn't quite getting you there, don't give up on it. Just try to set aside an extra day to catch up or to understand that even if you can't make the full 50,000 words, it's okay. And it's still worthwhile to finish the month as a writing every day sort of month. Yeah, I would say more important than hitting the, the 50,000 is to set a goal for yourself that you can achieve and get in the habit of writing every single day because you'll end up getting more done that way in the end. Yeah, and I feel like starting with something like NaNoWriMo as the precursor to getting yourself writing every day puts you in a good habit. Mm -hmm. And if you if you want to really try to take a bite at that 50,000 for the sake of completing in some a fun kind of uh, collaborative competition with people to just try the first week or the first couple of days to hit that I think it's a 1,667 words a day. Yeah, I think so. Which is a lot. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun to try to do like three days of that and just to get a taste for it. And if that's too much for your schedule or your, li your life, still compete in NaNoWriMo and participate, but just set the word count to something more modest, like 500 words a day. Mm -hmm. More important than hitting that count is writing. And if you feel like forcing yourself to try to hit that 50K is going to burn yourself out from writing at all, then it's better to pull back from that and just use the whole atmosphere as motivation to write at all. Yeah, because there's something fun about, there's like a little tracker on the website that you use for it and it has a little bar graph that goes up every day. And there's something fun about looking at that bar graph going up, even if you're not meeting the goals. I love a good graph so much and it's so satisfying if you're on the forums on the website because your word count displays and so you're like i'm gonna comment on this conversation about writing women in fantasy and then you get to see that you have a higher word count than anyone i take great joy in the competitive nature of it <laughs> and i love hitting the 50,000. I've done it twice, I believe. And uh, so yes, don't burn yourself out. But it is a fun thing to participate in and to really give it your all for if you can. While trying to hit the 50k, you can burn yourself out pretty easily or like just get stuck. Mm -hmm. Because you're so focused on hitting the that word count that you might kind of lose track of where you're going. And so you might get a little bit of that like writer's block. So if you get if you do get stuck or you feel like you're having a hard time sitting down and getting writing at all or getting any writing done, uh, it's really helpful to change the scenery around you. Getting up, going for a walk, exercise in general is good for you. Trying to write in places that you haven't been lately, leaving your house, going to a coffee shop, going to a park, stuff like that can really help uh, re 
structure the way that your brain is thinking in that moment. And so you can start thinking up new ideas. I just imagined sitting in the Walmart parking lot in your car riding. <laughs> if you gotta, <laughs> I ain't gonna, but you can. <laughs> uh, it's totally true that changing your scenery helps. Scientifically proven, in fact. We went on a trip last summer and we were in a hotel room and I just got this massive burst of inspiration. I was like, okay, you guys go do something. I'm going to sit here and write because I have ideas right now. <laughs> so a change of scenery is really helpful for getting your brain going. Um, another, another thing I think is important is to just keep writing. Don't go back and edit yourself. Accept that it's going to be mediocre and not excellent, but just keep writing. Because if you go back and edit, that ruins the flow. And for this, like moving forward is really the important part of what you're doing. And I would say also that that can be a valid uh, set of rules for yourself for any first draft. Sometimes you need to edit things or readjust scenes, but to just do an entire draft worth of a story and to have all of the bones there can sometimes be a lot more valuable than editing a perfect couple of chapters. Yeah. Mm. Instead of editing, if you feel or if you realize that a scene doesn't fit the way you want it to anymore, what I have found to be helpful is to just pretend that your story is where you need it to be to start writing like where you want it to go from there. And then when you're done with this and it's okay to start editing again, you can go back and make it flow better. Something I do when I'm doing NaNoWriMo, if I write myself into a corner, sometimes I'll just go and do the strike through, you know, uh, thing oh. on those and then just keep going. So I still get the word count because it still counts, but I know that I'm not using it and I'll just continue. Sometimes I write a lot of my stuff in Google Docs and sometimes I'll just highlight pages and pages and put a comment on it that's like, this is terrible. <laughs> and so that little comment will note it by the side. And then when I'm done with NaNoWriMo, I can go through all of the comments and be like, that was terrible and delete it or go through the comments and be like, actually, that was fine. And you're very dramatic. <laughs> that's a little harsh. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I think another good thing to keep yourself writing is finding a support system and people that you can mm -hmm. talk to about it. And there are Facebook groups and they do like local meetups if you do searching for the NaNoWriMo in your area. Or you can find writing buddies on the website, which is someone you can see their page and talk to them about what they're working on. Or even just find friends so you're not alone with your writing. Yeah, writing can be a really isolating activity and trying to do a big mass of writing in one month can make you doubly feel that way. At least I, the only extrovert of the group, feel that. <laughs> and having people online that I can chat with and having friends that know me that are supportive of my writing endeavors can really make me feel more motivated and more like it's a pursuit worth spending time away from people for. <laughs> There's also something to be said about if you're stuck and don't know where to go with an idea, bouncing something off of someone else. And you obviously need different people that you can do that with because each person is going to bring different sorts of ideas that might be helpful to break through different sections. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's beneficial in a lot of different ways to have built up some sort of support system or people that you can trust to to be there to help. Yeah. One of the things I found on the groups are doing like word sprints where 
where you start at a certain time and write as many words as you can and you're kind of competing with other people, whether it's on Twitter or the Facebook groups. And it's sort of like a smaller competitive thing, but it's usually like 15 minutes or 20 minutes. You write as much as you can and see who gets the most words in that amount of time. So that's a fun kind of competitive way to do it with other people. There are also, there's one website and I can't remember the name of it right now, but they added in like a little monster sort of game at the top. Like, you're oh, fighting yeah. something as you type. The more you type, the longer you stay alive or something like that. I remember that. I don't know what it's called. We'll look <laughs> we'll into it. We'll find it and, it and we'll note. link it. Yes. <laughs> but it's like a it's just a fun way to motivate yourself to keep writing as much as you can and to not stop, not give yourself the opportunity to edit because you don't have time. You have to write as fast as possible and just get words out of yep. your fingers, basically. Yeah, I really love... Uh, doing word sprints too, which the official NaNoWriMo Twitter tweets fairly often in November. And knowing a bunch of other people are doing it at the same time makes me want to win. (laughs) So competitive. It's like an unhealthy competitive nature that I have to dial back quite a bit. But this is a pursuit where it's fine to feel that way. Yeah, at least it's writing, not something hazardous. (laughs) Yeah, at least I'm not like beating people (laughs) in the physical space. Just taking a bat to their heads. There's a reason I've never done sports. Like, I'm very uncoordinated, but also if I got into one, I would be violent. It would be dangerous for everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. need to be like rugby or something. Oh, gosh. Writing is a much safer way to take out my competitive nature. I'm like, and I'm going to have the best novel draft. And it's like, well, no, that's not the point of it. But also, if you go into something with that attitude, Kayla... It's fine. (laughs) You're just going to improve your novel draft and not harm anyone else's. Presumably. (laughs) Making yourself a playlist that fits the theme of your story can also be really helpful because music is really inspiring. Like it, it gets our brains flowing and can help you think of scenes or put your mind in a certain mood so that you can set a specific tone. And just help you move forward. When I did my first NaNoWriMo a few years ago, I was writing this scene where my character was running through the woods and the music got really like dramatic and it was like some thematic movie score. And I was like, something awful is happening in these woods. And there's like this scene where a cougar like kills a baby elk or something. And I was like, afterward, when I was reading, I was like, oh, this got away from me a little bit. I don't remember doing this. And it was all just the music. I write to music so often, but I feel like I'm in the minority because I'll write to a lot of more contemporary music with lyrics, whereas a lot of people I know write to like movie scores or like fantasy, like high fantasy, really like orchestra-ish. Oh, yeah, without the words. I can write to either. It's better for me if it's music with words that I don't know, so I'm not getting myself singing along to it so sometimes I'll just use like playlists on like Spotify or eight tracks I'll get on there and just do a playlist full of music I haven't heard before it was actually hypocritical for me to be the one to read off that bullet point because (laughs) I don't write to music I don't put any sound on when I'm writing because I tend to be the sort of person who gets into flow very easily uh, with pretty much anything as long as I'm concentrated I lose track of the world around me, so it's not beneficial for me to be listening to it. And if it's something with lyrics, then my brain will pay attention to those more often. 
but I do use music outside of writing during my planning process. Uh, the stories that are told in a lot of the music I listen to help me think of scenes in my stories, kind of like, like if I was to make a dumb music video based off of scenes from my story, that's how I think of stuff and then I piece them together later. Yeah, I listen to, I make playlists a lot when I'm also planning my novel. So I'll, lis I'll listen to random playlists and then I'll be like, oh yes, this song and add it to my playlist to li listen to when I'm writing. Cause I'm a very multitask sort of person. <laughs> I need a decent level of distraction to be productive cause otherwise I'll end up on a totally different project. And so being in charge of like a music playlist of a music playlist while I'm also plotting things out will help me stick to outlining for a longer period of time because I am not a planner, so I do not enjoy planning. <laughs> and then I'll just listen to the playlist I already made when I'm writing. One of the things that might get overlooked during NaNoWriMo because of the push to get so much written and in 30 days, which doesn't give you a lot of time for doing much else but write, is that planning part. But... It is really helpful to take some time to figure out where your story is going, like having some sort of preliminary idea of where it's going to start and where you want it to end so that you can at least get that journey going instead of just, well, I don't have any idea what the heck we're going to write about today, so let's just start writing, <laughs> which you're probably going to hit that point anyway. But don't count any of that planning as writing. So if you're going to take time to do any sort of research or whatever, which I don't recommend for NaNoWriMo. <laughs> but if you're going to take any of that time set aside to do planning, it doesn't count as writing and you're still going to have to do that that day. Yes. Writing time and planning time are very different. And I also have found that when I do NaNoWriMo, I set myself word count goals with assigned rewards. So when I hit like 10,000 words, I take myself out to lunch. And when I hit like 50,000 and like do the full NaNoWriMo, I pick a more significant award reward, like taking a day to go to the coast or something and having those little things to look forward to that I mentally say like, I don't get to do that thing if I don't hit the word count can be really motivating to me. I like that your goals were like such big goals. And in my head, I was like, if I write this one page, I get five pieces of chocolate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See where my brain is like, well, the chocolate's already in the house. So, but the beach is not in my house. True. That's true. I cannot preemptively have the reward in like in vicinity. I, it has to be something that I get to go out and get. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, I definitely just eat the chocolate. So. It's a good idea. Don't, don't <laughs> give yourself rewards like Jordan would give herself a reward. <laughs> Just make sure you find what works for you. I don't necessarily personally need to set external rewards because I'm a very internally motivated person. When I say I'm going to write this much every single day, it's pretty easy for me then to do it because I've decided this and now it's just a thing that's going to happen, <laughs> but not everyone is like that. So you know you better than anyone else. Figure out what goal is going to work for you, figure out what rewards are going to work for you or what you need in order to succeed, whether that's people, whether it's going to be a forum that or, or like a Facebook group or just whatever NaNoWriMo naturally has set up. Just reach out to everything you can. I think the more things you give yourself to succeed with, the more likely you will succeed at NaNoWriMo because yeah. it, it can be really daunting at first to think about. Yeah. But I think you definitely can get in a flow and it's 
it's interesting and it's fun when you either get there or even just come close to see how much you can do in a month. It's a good challenge. It's it's a good way to challenge yourself to to a full extent. Yeah. Well, we hope your NaNoWriMo goes well. Let us know what tricks you've used that have worked for you. Join us on our Facebook group, Writers Emerging, for help and encouragement, or follow us on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. We look forward to seeing you guys next month.